in recent times that's been going on, has anyone had to in their be in their home in their work? Well, actually, S mentioned about him effect, uh, him encountering his work, but how has this whole BLM uh, black um, subject infiltrated uh, your social circles, your your personal circles? <laughs> Has it has it affected? <laughs> how how has it how has it affected your conversations, your relationships? Uh, I'll let you man go first. <laughs> on on the most part, and this is this is where it comes to levels. On the most part, it hasn't, because the conversations these conversations have been had with you guys for the longest time. So it's it's nothing, and this is what I mean. Like people like. I, I mean, I mean this in a nice way because there are genuine people that want to kind of educate and learn and be on side. But that's fine. That's that's you. But for me, like, I come to this dance a long time ago. You've just arrived. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean. So, um, on the most part, it's it, it's just it's kind of weird. It's like I'm sitting and I'm just seeing all these conversations that have already or thoughts or opinions or apprehensions or anxieties. I've 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 gone through all that. Why do I want to go? Why do I want to get put back into that same? When I'm, I'm already now at a stage where I'm actually thinking about building. Why do I want to kind of think about educating or talking? Like, who? And that's not benefiting me. That's just setting me back another five, ten years. I don't have that time. You know what I mean? So that's why I asked that question because a lot of people are now having these conversations for the first time. Yeah, and yeah. people from our culture, from our black background from the African diaspora they're now having these conversations for the first time I, so, I, I must I must stress though I, I've learned a lot more since this is like I'm not going to pretend like I knew everything okay. I've learned a lot more and like about my own my own community my own culture don't get it twisted um, mm-hmm. and I've also, but I've also felt more kind of uh, driven to kind of highlight bad stuff i don't know why or stuff like that and also good stuff and positive stuff and i've been what i've wanted to connect so in terms of how it's changed me i've just felt like i've wanted to connect more because um, there's always more that you can do but on the most part i haven't as an analogy if that, if we were if we were to talk about sitting on a chair and since all this blm has happened like recently how far has it moved you off your chair or how far has your chair moved i'd say not much because yes. I already got my chair into position to kind of absorb what's going on. There's a lot of people that have been knocked off their seat or not for six. Like, but I haven't, for me, as I've seen a lot of other people around me be affected. I've seen friendships being lost or friendships being questioned because, yes, someone, yes. Didn't, because someone didn't post something or they felt like, like black and white, like people close to me. Um, and I've also seen a lot of people arguing with the wrong people so people that are saying they want to make want to make a change like close to me or friends they want to maybe approach me said i want to make a change i want to kind of do it but i see them instead of actually talking to the people that actually maybe need to like so talking to people within the community that actually need to maybe change their ways they're actually talking to the ignorant people and i'm like okay Okay. so what, what where is your what's your agenda really like are you just wanting to kind of be seen socially that you're kind of trying to chop, chop down anyone that has deemed racist or someone that doesn't necessarily have the same views or if you're really about it and um, why are you talking to the people within that community that may need to actually up their game to really yeah. for black lives to really matter but yeah um long story short 
uh, yes, I've seen the impact it has on, had on other people. And like I said, a lot of people, this whole movement uh, was supposed to educate, uh, was supposed to kind of like expand, but actually for a large section, it's, it created a lot of anxiety. It created a lot of division. Uh, it, it raised a lot of question marks. Um, and so, some justly, some unjustly. And I just, I just saw, like sitting on this chair, like met- metaphorically speaking, I just saw a lot of people uh, of colour and also not of colour be affected because they didn't act a certain way socially. And that's probably the most, that's probably the thing that moved me the most is that seeing how this yeah. actually created a lot of... Uh, divisions for me personally um because i have quite a lot of white friends i've worked with a lot of white people i well, white people a lot of white people that are close to me um have been approached while the orders is going on and my thing is is all i can really expect from you is understanding to understand this is the climate that we live in um and to recognize that Things have been done, things are going on, things will happen at the hands of your race. It doesn't mean that me personally, I'm angry at you as a person, or I hate you as a person, or I wish any ill will on you as a person, but for you to understand me and for us to be able to coexist and have that mutual respect for each other, I need to see that you understand what has been done and how your role in today's society plays and how you as a person still benefit from it. But I'm not going to hold the fact that you benefit from slavery and from racism and from privilege as your privilege. I've, I've come accustomed to it. I've learned to live with it. But for you to then say to me, well, um, I want, I, what can I do? What can I do? For me, all I can really ask you to do as an individual is to just understand and then for me we can coexist peacefully and we could have open honest conversations but i found that some and it's been to be fair i choose my friends try to choose my friends wisely so it's been a small uh number of people who couldn't understand that and for me that was eye-opener and that immediately was boom lock off i ain't even got time like i ain't even got time to educate the ignorant (laughs) in that sense you know what i mean yeah. So for me personally, that that I had that feeling. So that's why I wanted to know because I wanted to know if I was like the only one experiencing that. Um, no, nah, definitely not. And I think I think the thing what happened uh, just from my experiences is that uh, these people that claim that they and I say these people, well, you know what I mean? They they claim that yeah. they want to kind of help and support, but then they start putting their own feelings ahead of what is actually important. Yes. Yes. Um, and that's where there's a switch off because it's like, okay, you say you want to help, but you're feeling a certain way or you're getting kind of enraged and whatnot. But just take a minute to think, actually, we've lived this. So what your opinion might be or what you might think is happening or what should be done, like, it's not as straightforward as that. You, you can have those opinions and whatnot. I still go to sleep at night knowing that if push comes to shove, you're not really going to be affected if something, if, if something blows up big. If push comes yeah. to shove, all, you, all you've got to do is make a choice just to be quiet or whatever or hide for that day or whatever. Or as we've seen, people have kind of gone back to normal. You can do that. We can't. You like, this is, this is, this is the difference now. Like, 
I I'm not as angry as a lot of other people or annoyed because I've seen this happen before. I've seen this story play out before. But you can post something. You can put a black screen up. You can kind of send messages or or say that I stand with you or I, under, I don't understand, fully understand, but I, whatever that is. Like, but at the flick of a switch, you can go back to normal. Like, this is our normal. That isn't their normal. So there's a, there's always going to be that slight disconnect. So to kind of piggyback on what you've said, like what people, so people that ju- truly want to kind of make a change, so people not of color, but also actually anyone, because it's not just about people, it's all, a, a, anyone that wants to kind of make a change, like or make a stand, you've just got to find yourself first. I'd say find yourself, find what your lane is for understand kind of what this actually yeah. means, educate, then come chat at a later date because I think people got so gassed that they'd believe anything that they see or disbelieve anything that they see or whatever it is and think that they're um, they've got full understanding of the, the whole experience you can't have full understanding you could, sorry no, no one someone that has lived 32 years of not having to experience all the subliminals all the, di- all the direct yeah. over like someone who hasn't had that in comparison to someone has had had that you can't understand in two weeks you can't understand after one tuesday so don't so don't don't approach me like you do because that's 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 showing me disrespect that's showing me that you actually you don't you're you're just value in this moment you're not a value in my life and my experience your value in this moment that's why i said that things are a trend when things are trending people want to jump on it i think you have to be in a mindset like him was saying like find yourself first find yourself what are your thoughts like be comfortable in what you believe, even if that is going to ruffle feathers, you know, even if that is going to put someone's back up, but be comfortable, say that with your chest, but at the same time, come back with an open mind, ready to learn. Like you might not agree with lessons that you're being taught, but just like be ready to learn because I can't, and I can't assume to know another person's culture that I haven't lived or any hurdles that they may have to run over that I haven't had to jump but it would be ignorant of me to do so like that's the mindset I think is that needs to happen now like on the back of this COVID thing I fully believe that there's no there's going to be new norms now it's not uh, it's, nothing's going to go back to how it was people wanted to but it won't go back to how it was so that will probably I don't know, dilute the Black Lives Matters movement a little bit. But that's what I think you need to be coming in with ready to, ready to learn. But say your own thoughts with your chest. Don't whisper things. Oh, no. I heard this or they said that. But no, nah, man, it needs to be that. Mm. But have you seen people close to you? Have you had to deal with that? That people not truly understanding or... or like you had to have this uncomfortable yeah yeah i think i mentioned it before and i've not i've not Mm -hmm. had these explicit conversations but you know what i'm talking about i'm talking about the name and shame police now yes yes yeah as i mentioned in in the previous part i think that it's those that if i'm honest i'm uncomfortable with it yeah i'm uncomfortable with it yeah because now you're it's not it is a case of where were you yeah and i see a lot of clout chasers i see a lot of clout chasers yeah that are um should we say 
I don't know. They wanna they wanna be a social media influencer. They they wanna you know and, I, I, and I'll never knock a man's hustle. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Whatever their hustle is, I'll never knock a man's hustle. Yeah? Do your thing. So, I mean, try and shine. I see people shining, so try and do your thing. Never knock a hustle. Yeah, but when you first came into this game to clout chase, your game wasn't about raising up platform for black people it wasn't about that yeah but now that's the trend at the moment now you want to name and shame or this person is doing it this way this person is doing that way and i don't comment on it i just think okay cool like you're doing something but it'll be something else coming end of the year yeah do you know what i mean like you're not really in it yeah you're not you're not really in this you're not in this you want a headline take your headline yeah but Make sure there's content in your article. Jeez. Yeah. Don't just come at me with these big bold writing and the headlines because the, nah, I skipped that. I skipped that. Let me read your content. And that, that that's where I'm out of it, really. That, that me and my personal it's a conflict. It is a conflict because at the same time they are on the surface trying to do something positive. They're trying to, to, to better the cause. They're trying to further the cause. But I think their own personal cause comes first. Yeah. Context over content. Yes. Yeah. We need that on a t-shirt. Content. That is, that is, yeah. Hey, they start doing merch. Yep. Yep. Oh <laughs> my days. So, um, like R T K. Sounds like a band. R T K. Cheers. So, I guess from my standpoint, uh, just I guess summing up this whole Black Lives Matter situation is I want to go back to the name of the doctor that I said her name incorrectly. It's Dr. Joy DeGroy. Yeah. She talked about cognitive dissonance. That's a Um. psychology. That's a psychology. And what she does is she doesn't talk about the psychological impact that slavery had on black people, that's been said and done how many times? And before I jump onto what she does say, let me just say this. The Martin Luther King method does not work. It's been proven. It should have been proven at the time he got shot that his method doesn't work. But there you go. Apparently, people are still trying to push that to this day. But anyway, going back to Dr. Joy DeGroy, brilliant, excellent woman. She talked about the effect slavery had on the slavers. Now that's a, that's a take I've never really thought about too deep. But she thinks about what is the psychological impact. There's a psychological impact when you're able to hurt a group of people and base it on something as shallow as skin over hundreds of years and you think you're not going to get no psychological trauma. Yes, the, the slaves are definitely going to get psychological trauma. That's obvious. They've experienced separation, pain, loss of heritage, of language, of all, all sorts, of oppression, of ownership and punishment. And all, also, we can go on and on and neglect and malnourishment and identity theft and all sorts of things. Yes, we know that. But what is the psychological impact of this people, the people who owned the slaves? That's what she talked about. And her conclusion is that there's a cognitive dissonance 
that they have inherited by will. Now, what does she mean by that? She means that there is an innate lack of empathy and sympathy. And this is not a choice. The same way as we would inherit the way we cook from our parents, we would inherit the way we speak by accent from our parents and from those who we're surrounded with. And that's passed on to your children and their children pass it on to their children and so on and so forth. And it, and it becomes what? Your culture. Now, what she's saying is that what slavers inherited from taking part in slavery is a natural lack of humanity towards other people that are not them. Now, she calls that a cognitive dissonance. There's a cognitive dissonance in the brain for when suddenly something happens to someone who looks like their daughter, their sister, their mother, their auntie, their niece, their nephew, their dad, their uncle, their brother. Yeah, we, we can go on. As long as it looks like someone from their family, they can empathize with them. If they were on fire burning, they could cry. They could physically cry. It will naturally come out of them. If they were hanging from a tree, they could feel sorrow. Now, let me say this. If a dog, if a little puppy was killed in front of one of them slavers, they would feel sorrow. They would feel sadness because a little puppy shouldn't get hurt, surely. But when a black person gets hurt, they galvanize. They celebrate. When a black person gets hurt, they want certain aspects of that burnt body. They want, oh, let me have the, the lower jaw. Yo, let me have the skull. Let me have the femur. That's what they can do. Now that develop, now that gets the same way a recipe gets passed on. That lack of that, that lack of em- empathy gets passed on. That evilness gets passed on. Just that. for the listeners, just for the listeners, sorry, Kate, to interrupt you. Go ahead, man. Listeners to be what Kay is talking about is an actual event that actually happened. Yes. It's an actual, it's an actual real event. He's not just spewing these things. This is stuff that happened. They they burnt, hanged these black gentlemen, made postcards Mut- out mutilated. of Mutilated. Mutilated them. This is actual event that happened in America. So he's yeah. not just saying these things to say this thing. He's actually we'll, we'll, we'll add um we'll add the links in the description. Yeah, we will we'll add the, the the stuff in there for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man. I just yeah, wanted man. to I just wanted to re- reiterate that. But, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And they even tested. There's, there's a lot of science that was created, especially around the female genitalia, parents. Yeah, you know I mean, uh, if you have young children listening to this, you should know. You might want to be keep it quiet at this point. Yeah. There's, there's science around the female genitalia that was discovered by slavers, allowing medical practitioners to experiment with black female slaves. Yeah. yeah? And they were not given painkillers. They were not given sedatives and put to sleep. Because why? The cognitive dissonance was that, well, they don't feel pain because they're not human. Jumping on the back of that, um, there was the Tuskegee experiment, which was um, an Thank experiment was, that, was, uh, th- that had taken part in the 1930s regarding uh, giving, running syphilis experiments on black men. And this um, experiment was supposed to last for six months, but it lasted for 30 years. Bomba. So what I'm trying to say, off the back of what I said, yeah, and what M said, yeah, this is the cognitive dissonance. We allow ourselves to treat a certain people in a certain way because we've inherited 
the will from our ancestors. The same way as black people have inherited what our ancestors got, which was trash. And we've had to build up off trash. But remember, tie your bootstraps up. Yeah? Also, the slavers have inherited from their ancestors too. Mentally, this is a cognitive situation we're, we're, we're talking about. So when you're having that debate with someone who doesn't come from the same cultural background as you, almost similar to what T was saying, that they can't empathize with us because it's not their blood. Yeah? They, they have inherited from their slave ancestors. They've inherited an inadequacy in regards to psychopath, sorry, sorry, psychological empathy towards another person because you were seen as lesser than them from their ancestors and you've inherited that just as I inherited the recipe from my parents who inherited from their grand, from my grandparents who inherited from my great-great-grandparents and so on and so forth. Yeah? We, we, we have recipes in the Caribbean to this day that is from slavery. How did that get passed down? By knowledge, by learning, by seeing, by looking. Well, how the hell do you think these people learn? How, how the hell do you think these people can actually sit up to, to this day and argue with us about, oh, all those matter. Oh, oh, okay. We need to have an understanding. They have also inherited from their ancestors just as we have. Now, when that sinks in, everything will become clear. With the Martin Luther King fair uh, kind of comment you made, I think to an extent I understand where you're coming from. Um, but I think maybe raise a question like integration I think from all from I'm not a mess I'm not the biggest student of Martin Luther King but in terms of integration I think this generation so when what I think the different what we do need to kind of appreciate and respect is that there is a generation predominantly younger of all different races that where that dissonance whether it's large it's big small or whatever, where that dissonance is waning off a little bit. I do think that we need to kind of at least acknowledge the fact that that dissonance where people like, where that, that in your humanity, people are just overlooking it. I, I think the reason why on top, on top of COVID-19, everyone being isolated, I think when you're seeing the protests and when you're seeing actually the different cultures, well, like, yeah, predominantly different cultures rallying together, that does have to, it, it, it has to show that there is a generational difference in comparison to previous where actually people are saying, you know what, I'm not standing for that. Do they understand fully? Absolutely not. But are, are, are this generation probably before us or maybe that come after us, a younger generation, are they starting to kind of think for themselves a little bit more and see actually the impact because of that integration? I think they are. So I think maybe parts of... Um, Martin Luther King's kind of dream, uh, vision of how we wanted society to look like. I think there are little bits of rem remnants of what he wanted to see, what he's, where to where we are now, where it's not just black yeah. people calling out. I think, but everything else that you said there, I like can't deny. And like I said, we will add the links in the description to kind of uh, go into more depth of Dr. Joy, uh, because. Uh, it was Kay that actually sent that video on to me many years ago and that shifted my view on so many things 
it shifted my view on so many things and i I use it as a reference point to 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 this day to people who really want to understand um or really want to kind of get an understanding not just of our like Kay said we can talk about it about our experience but actually the psychology behind it is so deep it's so so deep very complex um i agree with everything Kay said um to a point um, obviously, in regards to Dr. DeGroy and the, the cognitive um, dissonance, um, forgive me if I'm saying it wrong, um, <laughs> but I looked at slavery and I really wanted to understand when it started to really get why a race felt superior to another race to enslave. Now, going down this rabbit hole, I found that that slavery goes way, way beyond biblical times. And what I mean by that is it was never about race before. Slavery happened in Africa, happened... Um, even in the Bible with, with Moses um, and the Jews. Sorry? Yeah, yeah the Jews in there. Exactly. So, I... I it's also then, evidence of slavery in, in Russia, uh, yeah. the Middle East, um, all those places. Slavery took place. Exactly. So, now, coming back to, to Kay's point about inheriting your your ancestors um, simplify mindset I then struggle with that realizing that hold on we ourselves at one stage were enslaving each other which meant part of us would have also inherited that if we were the slavers Okay. If we if we were to take exactly what Kay said and translate it across to everything, right? Mm-hmm. That means in Africa there where there were slavers of the same race, they would have had the same inheritance. Well, can I yeah, ask well, you this then? Can I ask you this? Um, yeah. Can I, I, I ask you this because this is this this is an interesting. It's another interesting thing. Um, mm. This is simply at a question level. Now, do you believe the Chinese and the Japanese are the same people? Very good question. Do you believe the Japanese and the Korean are the same people? Do you believe the Irish and the German are the same people? The German and the Swedish, the Swedish and the Russian. Do you believe they're the same people? For some reason, when it comes to black skin, we will say that we're the same people. Now, why is that? Who told us that? Isn't that interesting? That you can get white skin, but you have a knowledge and an acceptance that you have different people who come from a different background and a different, his, his, a different historic beginning. You can have Asian people. You, you can never tell a, someone who's from one area of India that he's from the same cultural background from another person in um, India or some other uh, place uh, in our world that, so, because they've got the right, same 
yeah, because they've got the same skin color, you're, you're the same. Oh, you're Mongolian? Oh, you're the same as the next person. You, they, they would say, what the hell are you talking about? If you tell a Russian man that he's, oh, no, you're British. He would say, what the hell are you talking about? But for some reason, and remember, black and minority ethnic are the majority of the earth. For some reason, when it comes to black skin, we say we're all the same. Isn't that interesting? That's all I'm saying. So, for me, that's, that's a very, very interesting question. And if I'm to be put on the spot to answer, I'd say, if I look back, do you remember, even probably still happening now, I haven't had now, obviously, we've grown. But back in the day when we were in school, there was always conflict between the Caribbeans and Africans. They would say, oh, like, we didn't come from Africa. If you remember that conflict. Yeah, mm-hmm. too present to this day. Yeah, right. too present to this day, right? Mm-hmm. So they will say that amongst ourselves, we used to say, no, 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 we're not the same. But what made us they're the same was the struggle, was the slavery that we went through. That I feel from then, that's when you're the same came from. Because if I'm looking at it, in, in my own opinion, is we then looked at it like, look, well, you know, when you go through uh, a traumatic event with someone, there's a bond that forms there yeah. that no one else would ever understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whether you came from Africa, whether you came from the Caribbean, whether you came from wherever, but because we was all on the same box to speak, so to say, that made us just one and we were seen as one. And also, uh, T, what I kind of want to differentiate, because I have looked into this as well, the mm. different definitions of slavery in history to what we saw in the transatlantic slave trade was different. In terms yeah. of, for, for instance, the richest man on, on, in the world was a black man, Mansa Musa. Yeah, I looked into that the other day. Definitely. He had, he had untold number of slaves. But all his slaves were dressed in silk and wore gold. That that is a grave difference from being in, in, in chains and being concerned and being uh, seen as chattel. Not even human. You're seen as chattel. You don't deserve nice clothes. You don't deserve to learn how to read or write. Do you know what I'm saying? Even in all those days, when the, when the whites captured other slaves, they had them in their house, and they were they were more. Um, Indentured labor, more along the lines of indentured slaves than or laborers than actual slaves. Bondage, bondage slavery, and the slavery of the history is slightly there. There's a difference. So I, I just wanted to point that out. That there is a difference. So yeah, when talking about it, we have to be mindful of the the. The, the disparity and, and the differentiations of what so, different people went through. Even though slavery existed for a long time, it was different. I, I agree with you. It was different depending on where you was in yeah. um, a place like Mansa Musa, like you said, I looked in literally the other day I was listening to the documentary. And yeah, they, they wore silk and gold because he had it abundantly. Now, talking about my country now, because I wanted to understand, really went deep. I went, I ringed in. Rang my dad, I was like, look, I want to understand. Tell me what happened. 
we had two tribes. And to cut the long story short, the other tribe would come and raid um, the other tribe, take their women and their kids, use them as slavery. Now, in them days, they weren't treated as equals. They weren't treated as, you know, like, like you said, there was mutilation. There was not to the extent of transatlantic, transatlantic um, slavery, but it was along those lines. Yeah, there, there was no regard. There was no regard to to life, to their life, because they were deemed yeah. as a slave. To cut long story short, one of the, the kings, Shaka Zulu, in South Africa, history says when his mum died, he said, I want you to kill 12, the most beautiful women, 12 of them, virgins, to go with my mum. So they got yeah. used as, as a box, so they were on top, at the bottom and on top. Right? So that was someone who had zero disregard of, of life of slaves. Of human life of their slaves, yeah. Exactly. So I'm not disagreeing with you. It definitely changed. And what happened in the transatlantic slave trade days yeah. was the worst of the worst. Yeah. But I just wanted to, to throw something in it to say, also, this happened before. And if we were looking at it like that, do we then consider whether the, the slavers back in the day also inherited that? Okay. Or not. Do you get what I mean? Because yeah, you can yeah. you yeah, can yeah. have a you can have a single study in America that will give you a result. But then if you take that same study and take it to Africa under the same conditions, would they be the same result or would they be different? Maybe different. Yeah. They may well be they'd be different. But that's the question we don't know, isn't it? Because if you're you're taking the same method and putting it there. It may turn out to be the slavers in Africa who did exactly the same, who had no dis zero disregards to human life, would have the same inheritance as the white slavers in America. Yeah, yeah. I, um, the inheritance part that you're, what I get what you're saying, and that's this is what I mean. Like when we do speak like this, like there has to be a balance and. Because there's things that we would have inherited, even us as black men, we would have seen things from our ancestors or our, our fathers our, or our grandparents and stuff like that that have been passed down. And we have made a choice not to do certain things. We've made a choice not to do certain things that we have seen that historically. So what I'm trying to say is that there's, there's still going to be an underlying kind of seed of strength where if that where those kind of in, uh, inherited kind of traits still kind of pass through as time goes by but I, I do believe that they can across any any nation i'm not uh, well across any nation in terms of uh people changing i, I do believe there's an element of change the, the degree of change will be different amongst people because if you've Gone through your whole life, or your if you as a nation you've gone through with minimal damage, as such, yeah. minimal kind of impact on your community and whatnot. Then you're not really. Why would you need to change if it's not broken? Don't yeah. fix it. But yeah. what I'm saying is that people in general, 
can start think for, think for themselves. You know what? Actually, it goes back to that, to that whole uniqueness. It goes back to being a role model. It goes back to being a leader and stuff like that. You can start thinking for yourself and thinking, actually, yourself, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go against the grain here. But we are just the ones that have seen suffering, long suffering, as we've already discussed in previous uh, yeah. the most. So, it, so it, yeah, so it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one, but what everyone's saying, like this, this is what's so beautiful about it. We we have an underlying understanding, and we have a direction, and this is why we're builders, and this is what we're building, because our direction is the same. It's just how we've got there is just a little bit different, and and our kind of ideologies are fundamentally the same, but our experiences and interactions have just put us in a different angle. But we're all still going to come on that same path, so. It's a mad thing still. It is a mad thing. So in, in all of this, um, I think it's going to be mindful of the time. Trying to wrap up. up. I have one question to pose to every me- member of the group. And I want you to give a quick uh, response. You know, give a, give, a, you can give a little explanation if you need. Um, but say it's more related to life in the UK. So if you look at the great migration of black people, uh, into the UK, late 40s to the to the 70s, in terms of like the Windrush generation, and then coming later when when they allowed a lot of um, people of the Commonwealth, a lot of Africans, and came into the country, the racism and the discrimination that we faced from then to now has it changed much? One, and the second part. Do you, how far do you think we are from actual change? Okay, I'll jump on that. Um, from speaking to, say, my grandfather, so I think it kind of goes back to the role models uh, class, really. Um, so speaking to my grandfather about just, in general, what he's seen, because to equate his 80-plus years of living into a, a two-minute retort to a question is is hard to do. But he's seen change. He's seen himself come to this country. Right. He's seen himself having to, to, to trust another nation. But on the flip side, getting a lot of positives. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a lot of positives. With along with, with negatives as well. But that's another podcast. So he's seen that change of time. So if we take his time scale of being here, so he's been in this country longer than in his own home country. Yeah. So he's seen the change of I don't know. Let's say police's attitudes, um, yeah. shopkeepers. Like one quick story: when he first came to his country, he used to. I don't know, buy the, the offal, the pig's ears to make sauce, the pig foot, the pig tail, you know? And that used to be on a, in the butchers, it used to be in a, on a stand. And that would be the stand for the, for, for the dog. Yeah? But as the community grew, those that came from his community and knew how to pickle meat and all this kind of stuff, the butcher man clocked onto that, ah, oh, okay, this community are going to that stand. No longer will I call it the dog stand, but I'll jack the prices up. Boom. So that's the first bit. So he's, he's seen that 
changed from over the last 80 years up until today. And it's, it's a massive, I think for him, it's a massive thing because he's still stuck in a certain way of thinking. And he's got the new generations coming through now that will think a bit different. So he's having to unlearn what he knows to learn to keep up or to try and keep up with what's going on now. He's got like three generations sitting in front of him, you know? So it's like, I think it's a hard, it's a hard one to, 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 to put into, like I said, like a two minute answer to that question. Okay. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's complex. It's so well, complex. I think, I think what's really good from what you just said is he found a lot of positives and he saw change. In his yeah. time frame, he's, he he did see change. He, he did see change, change. and he and he and he he embraced that. He did embrace it. it. He, obviously, he's not. You, if you meet my granddad, you can't. Yeah. You can't. You can not forget where he's coming from or anything like that. Yeah. You know what I mean, There's, that's first and foremost. Like he's a he's a beard young man. And but, um, by the way, is this change good or bad? It hasn't been uh, disclosed yet. Um. I, I can only answer that from people are saying my, the word change is good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can only answer that from my perspective. Like he, I think he's just rolled to it. Okay, got on with it. Uh, okay, he, he, do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't think he has a. I don't think he has a uh, an opinion whether it's, it's 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 good or bad. To be to 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 be fair, I just think that he just thinks that's the way that society is moving. I roll with it and still carry on doing what I'm doing. Okay, okay. Anybody else? I think um, the treatment of, of black people over the years has been, you know, I think there has been a, a sea change. It has, it has improved for, for lots of black people that have arrived here during that Windrush era. But I still also think at the same time, there is racism and it's it's quite subtle now. It's not as... Mm. It's yep. not as not as in your face as it used to be. It's a lot more subtle. And I think sometimes when it's subtle like that, it's that much more dangerous because you can't always see it. Okay. 100% I agree with that. Okay. And I think just jumping off, off the back of that as well, um, I always grew up with my father telling me about signs that he used to see and everyone knows it. Come on now. It's almost like a hymn. Let's say it together. No blacks. No dogs. <laughs> no Irish. And no... No blacks, no Irish, and no dogs. Dogs, yep. Yeah, um, that's why I grew up with my father telling me what he used to see in his childhood. And just uh, marking on that situation with R as well, uh, I believe that sign was not removed, but put in a different place. Yeah. Mm. Now, <laughs> instead of putting it on the wall of the house, they decided to lay carpet and they put the sign under the carpet. And every time you come into the house, you've got to wipe your shoes on that, on, on that spot there. Mm-hmm. And what that is for, is for the homeowner to know. You don't really know what you're wiping your feet on, but I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's called covert racism. Yeah, but you think you're just coming into to the house and you're just wiping your shoes, right? Mm-hmm. But the homeowner knows that you're wiping your shoes on no blacks, no Irish and no dogs. But in today's society, think about it. Out of those three that you mentioned, well, listen, what's, what's, what's listen, more? Listen, we know. know. Listen, let me speak on something here, man. In Britain, Britain, let me speak on something here, man. Yeah, you want to really draw for it? Yeah, you, you want to draw for it? Cool. Yeah, we know 
that in house and home, the dog is seen as more than we. <laughs> yeah, we know for a fact. You know how Western mm. society love them dog. What? They'd yeah. rather kick you out the house than kick, 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 kick <laughs> their dog out, man. Come on. Get out of here, man. They would rather have the dog sleep on your side of the and you on a sofa, blood. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying, man. Let's just be real here, man. No, no, from a societal point of view, like in terms of like, and I'm, I'm, I'm being very kind of flippant here, but there's still yeah. undertones of truth. Like St. Paddy's Day and stuff like that. Like the acceptance of the Irish culture and stuff. Like, and, I'm, and once again, I'm being flippant because I, I know there's still divisions and still kind of stereotypes and stuff like that. But in terms of overall acceptance over time, like from when those signs are put up, I think you'd have to scratch out dogs and I think you'd have to scratch out Irish. Yep. Exactly. What remains is no blacks. Really and truly. Like like I said, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's not like I said, I, I'm being kind of like just flippant. Yeah, but... no, I'm being blunt and press and yeah. Raggle. Raggle. Yeah. Facetious. <laughs> no, no, I totally, I totally, um... It's, I, I, hear, I hear what you're saying. I totally, I definitely hear what you're saying. Society has accepted Irish and dogs better <laughs> than accepting a, prog- a progressive black man. I don't think anyone, any person that has a, like a, a open mind, can disagree. Based on what they, even if they've just, let's say you've just been born, but you've you're born as an adult in the last two months. I don't think anyone with an open mind, really and truly, but we don't. I don't. We don't. We, I'm just talking about living in the UK or, or England, so I'm um, mm-hmm, yeah, just talking about that. But can disagree with that. I don't think anyone can disagree. I don't think anyone can disagree that uh, in terms of standing, especially in this country, in terms of respect, care, concern, we it's, it, it, we're the last ones still on that list. It's the mm-hmm. truth. Like, and anyone that denies it, then you haven't seen the world, and you haven't seen what's been pumped into social media good and bad, um, for the last two months, at minimum. Let's just be real. Like, this is just what I mean. Like, we're, we're still, that sign is still there. Like, so like Kay said, like, maybe the sign signs somewhere where only the homeowners know where it is, but like, it's, it's still, like, no matter what, that sign, to an extent, that sign is still there, but there's, there's just two less names on there. But, but where's the evidence, though? Where's the evidence that he or she was, wasn't racist? Where's the evidence? I said I'm a podcast and that. <laughs> so, T, T, my brother from the from the from the African diaspora, how was your um your experience from when you first came here to now? Has it changed? Do you know what? I don't think it's changed. I think I've realised or I've become more aware as I got older. Put it that way. I think he, he went from being a vet to to Corvette, um in in our generation. Whereas, like he said before, like Kay said, he was on the doors. They've now put it under the carpets. That's what they've done. Before, obviously, when you're younger, you don't really pay too much attention to that. But as you get older, someone will, will pass on a flipping comment and then you don't catch on to it at that time. But when you're like driving, you're like, hold on. This person actually met this or met that. You know, I don't know whether it's just me or you have those moments where you're driving and you all of a sudden replay a conversation in your head of like, oh, crap, I missed that. Realization. Do you know what I mean? Anything. You realize like, oh, you meant this. Ah, okay. 
And yeah. also, you, you just, you know, like we, we spoke about it before, about the, the applications of jobs and um, how, you know, your CV is just straight yeah. rejected. Um, so for myself, it's, I haven't seen the change. I've just become more aware that it's there. Okay. Okay. So the, the covertness has been brought more to the forefront. Ah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Because it you 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 go through scenarios in life as you get older, and with each scenario, it, it gives you an opportunity to grow or to open your eyes to certain things. Like oh, I remember dating my other ex. You walk into a restaurant, and then mm. the look you'd get, you know, because obviously she was she. She was white. Yeah, they're still there. She was white. So you now become aware of that. You're like, oh, I see that look. Or you, you, you walk past an older couple, especially in the older generation. You see the look of disgust in their faces. No, 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 T. That's the chip on your shoulder. It's not of them. Of course. Of course. No, no, it no, it's not yeah. them. It's not yeah. them. It's a chip on your What is shoulder. it? Who is this voice that keeps popping up now and again? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, of no. course. Of course. <laughs> and by the way, racism doesn't exist. That was 400 years ago. Yeah, but you know what? That's, that's, coming back on another point I just need to raise. Don't blame us. Me. It frustrates me when I hear people in the UK saying, oh, you need to, that's in America. Forget that. This is not happening in the UK. Please shut the hell up and sit down. You can't yeah. tell me exactly. what, what I'm not exactly. Mm. You can't exactly. tell me what's not going on in my life. You don't know. Don't you know were the colonial people. masters of all nations. Exactly. Exactly. And you jump on the back of that. They are the colonial masters of all nations, yeah. But the, the demise of the British Empire is something to laugh at, everybody. And the hangover of it now is I think it's a catalyst to the attitudes of a lot of Western society of entitlement of what we had no longer have but yet we can hang on to the what it was yeah well it it's was. if I say that all lies matter yeah, yeah. <laughs> bam 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 that's another podcast that one brothers <laughs> honestly this discussion has been insightful it's been emotional. It's been mm, educated. Very emotive. Um, how, before you go, Jay, how? What I think, in conclusion, that we need to make sure that we leave off with a plan and a vision. We can't 100%. leave because like, because it's been emotive. We 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 have been through yeah. these emotions, and we've probably bring up, brought up emotions. But this is about kind of educating also and, and mm. saying saying what what we're gonna do to kind of. I don't know if circumvent's the right word. That this sounds right. So circumvent those feelings that we have or, or have That's had. the right word. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what, where do we go? Like, uh, Jay, you, think... you've asked, you've asked, um, with you, Jay, because you've kind yeah. of ha- haven't really been able to kind of expand too much. Where, where do you think we need to start moving forward? Because there's no point in us talking about it because we become them. We, we, yeah. we would then become those moaning people. Yeah. Those moaning people. So I think we've taken the first important step, which is addressing it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Secondly, we need to educate ourselves, those around us, 
both of our nation and not of, of our nation to the best of our abilities, right? Mm. Which I think is through this discussion, not only have we addressed it, but through this discussion, we have we've delved deep into it, into the psychological um, mind states and reasonings behind why some of these things is happening. So we've kind of, in a way, tackled some of the educational aspects of it. With, but obviously, we, we all know there's so much more we could have gone into within a space of time. But mm-hmm. I think ultimately the goal is building, using this platform to be a support, to be a, a hub, a haven for people to go to that are lost, that are not quite understand. And maybe through our experiences, we can give them that little bit more of an insight to their thoughts and their feelings. 100%. I mean, this... This is this is never going to happen overnight. It might not happen in our generation, but I think to coin a famous Tupac, I'd rather be the the person that sparks that idea in the in the someone's head to make change. I'm paraphrasing; I can't remember exactly the words he said, but it was along the lines of, "I want to spark. I'd rather spark the change of of the mind that might make a difference." Yeah, oh yeah. man, that's fully. Fully, plant, plant we, need, we need to, we need to recognise that this is this is a, a an opportunity, a, a, a platform that w- will expand. Do you know what I mean, there are people who will jump on this platform that are wanting to and ready to learn, that have to deal with their own thoughts and emotions, and like we we we're a space for that. You know what I mean? Because this isn't easy listening, and it's not easy talking, but not easy talking. It's conversation. Easy. It's it's conversations that need to need to be had. You know? Definitely. I mean, I just want the listeners to be aware that obviously these are these are our experiences, mm-hmm. these are our feelings, these are our our truths that 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 we live. So, for us to share with you is almost we don't have to share it with you, but we well, choose to share it's it with un- you. It's unheard of, isn't it? Yeah, it's, say- it's unheard of. So we're already breaking. So part another reason in terms of concluding or how we move forward, we're already doing something. So uh, we're already doing something that maybe previous uh, generations didn't yeah. want to do or feel they could do. So we're already breaking some of those traits that we probably would have absorbed. Like we would have been at some point in our life, we would have gone through our life and not spoke about this stuff. But we just we've decided going back to role models. We've decided to be those conscious role models. Uh, where we're putting ourselves forward. Yeah, we're putting ourselves out there, which in terms make, is making us vulnerable, but that's a burden that we're, I think we've all, um, in some way, uh, prepared to bear. Vulnerability breeds change, I think. 100%. Uh, from from my, my take, I, I see the way forward I, I'm looking at it right now is is building ourselves. Now, if I may give an analogy of if you just came out of a toxic relationship or any sort of relationship, hmm. you need time to, to grieve, to adjust, to heal, and to find yourself again. Because as you know, if you've been with someone for quite a while, um, you, you also need time to, to find yourself again, to get back on your feet. So yeah. what I mean by that is we, us, ourselves, we need to find each other. We need our own healing time to work on our own issues. Yes, I hear other races are saying they want to help, 
just like other candidates who will be waiting on the door saying, give me a chance, give me a chance, pause. Let us deal with that. Let us heal. Let us build ourselves. They can't expect us to love each other as if we don't even love ourselves. Exactly. 100%. So let's do that. That's, That's my way forward right now. I want to concentrate on us building something solid, something that will make us heal, something that will put us together as one and love each other before we can then say, okay, come join the table. But don't let, that, don't let that love be as scary. Like, don't, like, I think people get scared when we talk about doing things, whether it be internally or together. Like, this, is, yeah. this, is where, this is where the fear comes in. I think people fear, are fearing that. Like, but you, because do, people, do, 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 people don't fear it for other uh, cultures. So order, just, order, order. What I will say is, I, I don't want to touch on the fear aspect. That's definitely another podcast. Okay, okay. I don't want to touch too deep on that. But I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying, like, what what he said is absolutely right. And I, I, we could, we're going around like concluding and concluding. But it's when you say things like that, it's it's this pops up another idea and thought. And like, I think that's what I'm saying. This, that's why I love this podcast because um. We could talk for hours, man, for days, for weeks. There's so much content that people don't touch on because of whatever reason, their own selfish reasons. But we come here on a selfless, open conversation because of the type of people we are. So I think we can provide a lot of knowledge and insight just by us conversing with each other. Definitely. 100%. Just to put a disclaimer on that, I am not promoting separatism. This is not about it. Yeah, let's let let's make that one thing clear. This is not about that. Of course, of course, man. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. But again, brothers, like to, I'd like to thank you for your your time today, for your ideas, your 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 no your, um, your your what's it, what's what's the word? Your input. Your input. Yeah, that's the play. I swear. <laughs> oh no, it's all the lyrics. Always got the words, man. I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listeners, viewers, wherever you are, we are one step away from that podcast where we hope to inverse the steps to where we are one step away from desirable incomes and several steps away from undesirable income. Incomes? Outcomes? Oh, yeah, incomes as well. Incomes as well. <laughs> incomes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Incomes, yeah. Yeah. That's the I want a desirable income. That's what I'm saying, man. You're right. You're right, right, man. Don't worry about that. That's evolution. That's evolution of our philosophy. 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 Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to follow us. Make sure to share, to comment, give us your feedback. We love your feedback. One SAF, Instagram, Twitter, Anchor, Spotify, one step away from that is who we are. Thank you very much.